Welcome to the Truth Again podcast, formerly known as Nonsense. It's still hard to not say that. But this is episode 40 um, in a row. We haven't missed a week yet. We're pretty proud of that. And, Me too. Uh, yeah, we've got a lot to talk about. As always, the main thing we'll probably talk about is Ron DeSantis formally announcing his uh, bid for the presidency and uh, Trump's response to it. Uh, we'll probably talk a little bit about George Soros. Uh, we'll probably talk about Bill Gates being blackmailed by Epstein and uh, how interesting all of that is. And um, what else? Bill Gates and Epstein, George Soros, Target. We should probably talk about Target a little bit. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, let me fix this. I feel like there's something in my on my screen. What the fuck is that? There we go. I moved it. <laughs> Looks All right. the exact same. But yes, I'm glad <laughs> that you fixed whatever it was. So what's up? What's up non-politically? How was your week? Yeah, we got to talk about something for a minute so we can uh, put some clips on uh, on on the on the YouTube's and Facebook and uh, Twitter and Instagram and those buttholes so they won't censor it and kick us off it. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I was sharing all of these episodes on the Great Awakening dot win, but they banned me for self promotion. So I had to do like I was banned for like 14 days and that ended a couple of days ago. But I still haven't posted anything else on there since then, because it's just sort of like like I, I'm like spreading the message or whatever, you know. Didn't you say that that you can you can promote, but you have to be like strategic about it or something? Yeah, like I the first couple of times I shared it, I was like, hey, this is the the Tim and Mike podcast like Tim and Mike are really cool. Check them out. And so I like faked it, you know, but then people started like looking at my previous posts where I posted comedy and stuff. And they're like, hey, you're the comedian guy. Like, are you the one posting this stuff? And I'm just like, yep, it's me, you know, and everybody seemed pretty cool about it for a while. And then I posted one day. But okay, so anyway, so still like when I would post the actual link, I would always be like a new episode of the nonsense podcast. Like they did a good job this week. And I think Mike got a new microphone, so it sounds way better. And then, yeah, like the last time I was like, uh, I got a new shirt. So this episode's extra special or something. And so just the fact that I said I means it's like self-promotion. And they were like, you're fucking out of here. But I don't know. Maybe somebody from Great Awakening actually watches this and you will share it instead. So I won't have to do self-promotion. So you can promote other people's stuff, but not your own? Correct. It's an old okay. it's a Reddit rule too. Reddit's the same way. But like some different subreddits don't care as much. The comedy ones, for example. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, cool. What what else is uh what else has been going on? You said you had a lot going on this week. What what has been oh, going dude, on? Oh, dude, I've done so many things this week. I've uh collected like 30 Korok seeds. I've defeated uh like probably 50 shrines. I've uh explored most of the uh sky islands and I'm just now diving in to the cave system. And of course, if you know what I'm talking about, then you're as excited as I am. But uh, it's the newest Legend of Zelda game that was just released on Nintendo Switch like a week ago. And I have been doing absolutely nothing 
like we started this today at 420. I put pants on at like 416 for the first time today. That's how little I've done in the last week since this game's been released. It's just, it's a sequel to an older uh, Nintendo Switch Zelda game. And it's like the same world and everything, but now there's sky islands and, and a K, an underground system. So it's like the same huge map that it had on the original Zelda game, but now like three times as big because there's a sky and underneath the ground. It's just super exciting. <laughs> but it, I also know at the same time while I'm playing it, I'm like, I could be going for a walk right now or I could be reading a book or something like I realize how much of my life I'm wasting, but it's very entertaining. How about that's, you? That stuff sucks you in, man. I, I'd never played The Legend of Zelda ever. I have oh, played. It's so great. Yeah, I've got an old school Nintendo right behind me, and I plugged in. I, I put on Mike Tyson's Punch Out not too awful long ago. Probably it's probably been a year ago already, but it took up I don't know how much of my life just trying to beat Mike Tyson again. And if you can get past that first ninety seconds you can you can beat him but it's very difficult to get past the 90 seconds because if he hits you one time you go down mm -hmm. um but i was much the same way i mean i i sat around in pajama pants for a long time <laughs> <laughs> yeah I've, I've done that multiple times in my life with a, a new video game different video game systems like you name it that was my thing growing up like nintendo when i was seven or eight and then super nintendo when i was like 10 or 11 and then uh sega genesis after super nintendo got boring and then sega cd when it came out i remember i bought a sega cd like it was somebody had bought it used it sort of fucked the box up a little bit put it all back in the box and brought it back to the store and so I got it at like some kind of discount and I had it for like six months and I kept the box and everything. And this was in the days where you could still take a, a shitty box of something to Walmart and be like, I'd like to return this. So I ended up buying it for like 150 bucks. I played it for six months and then I took it to Walmart and returned it and got like $200 back for it. I was like, this is great. Anyway, it doesn't matter. Dude, when, I, when I was in college, I returned a VCR and I don't know how old that thing was. I didn't have the box. I didn't have a receipt and they gave me like 130 bucks for it. I was so broke. <laughs> I was so broke and I was like, all right, sweet. Um, but they gave me the money back. But I, we never had any of those gaming systems when i was a kid we we were like we were pretty broke all the time and we like the first time we got an atari was because we got it for free with our tv that we got from rena center <laughs> do you remember rena center i remember that it existed i've never rented anything from there well it was ridiculous like you could you you could rent a tv but it was like 19 bucks a week which doesn't sound like a lot but by the end of the year you could have bought like a kick-ass tv <laughs> uh-huh yeah but it's for people that don't have 800 dollars. they have 19 dollars a week they yeah. can't rely on their own personal savings system they're like if i have money i'm spending it yeah and my my kid is never gonna i mean it, it just takes up so much of, of a kid, especially these days, their their life that he's not going to. And until he gets old enough to buy his own, I'm never buying him that shit. He can play this Nintendo back here. <laughs> <laughs>
he'll go to school and his friends will be like nintendo's awesome and he'll be like yeah no i totally know exactly what you guys are talking about i just beat tyson the other day (laughs) they're like Like, what what tyson plays on nintendo switch yeah well he's also not going to a traditional school so who knows maybe he won't have to deal with that shit um, I have been spending way too much. Th- no, I shouldn't say way too much time because I guess ultimately it might be worth it. But I've been spending a lot of time trying to upload videos. I've been trying to do one every day since we had that conversation about Greg Warren. I've been trying to put one up every single day on a reel on Facebook and Instagram and all that. And I'm finally starting to get the hang of it. And I finally cleaned out my phone enough that I have more storage on it. Um, but it was such a pain in the ass. Like... Because I had so much shit on my phone that I would have to delete like an app and then and then turn my phone off and turn it back on in order to get like Facebook on my phone. Um, wow. So so anyway, it took forever to upload stuff. And I'm so stupid about it that like I would think I had everything perfect and then I'd like put it up and realize I'd forgotten something. So I'd delete the whole damn thing. And and uh, Instagram does this annoying thing where it says you can recommend this to Facebook. And I'm like, OK. And then the next one, I'm like, well, I just want to share it to Facebook. And then that's not there anymore. And I just need like a college kid or somebody to come in and just do this shit for me. But I'm such a control freak. I'd be I'd, I'd be like, no, you did it wrong. And that's not the video, the video I wanted. And you cut it at the wrong time. And sure. So I'm just trying to uh, be diligent about that. And my following has gone up on, across everything. Um, so I guess it's worth it, but it's pretty slow and painful shit. And, and yeah, I hate, go ahead. I was just going to say, I hate YouTube the most because literally dude, it'll, it'll freeze at 1500 views. Yes. I, I hate that. And I also hate that I can be watching it in real time. Like I'll, I'll, uh, I'll refresh it, you know, just to see the numbers going up. And sometimes they'll, they'll, they'll take away numbers and then I'll lose followers and then I'll lose likes like in real time. And I'm like, is that really happening or is YouTube fucking with me right now? You know, and I've heard, I remember Nick DiPaolo, I used to listen to his, uh, when I first started waking up to all the shit going on in our world, I was listening to Nick DiPaolo all the time. And, uh, he would talk about how make sure you stay subscribed because they will unsubscribe you and how his subscriber count hadn't gone up in like a month. And even though it was a pretty popular show, he did every day he would do a live stream on YouTube and it was doing pretty well. And then I do believe that YouTube does that. I believe the oligarchs or whoever you want to call them are that are in charge of all this shit. And the people who do the algorithms, I, I think they take, I think they take stuff away. If they see somebody getting popular that they don't necessarily like or agree with, they mess with them. I sent you that email, that message the other day and they deleted it. And it reminded me of, uh, I sent the, I spent like a half an hour one time. This guy was starting to get interested in all the stuff we're talking about. And he goes, can you send me some documentaries? And I sent him like fall of cabal. And I sent him all these different documentaries and the links and everything. It took like a half an hour to craft this email. And I was like, did you get that? And he he goes, no. And then I went back and it wasn't in my sent messages or anything. It's like they have a way of if you're trying to send something to someone, they have a way of deleting it if they want to, even an email. And that yeah. just seems, that just seems just wrong to me. Keywords. 
and and websites are are the keywords sometimes so they know if you link to a certain dot com they're like huh they're not sending that one a lot of times like on facebook it'll it'll give you warnings or something but sometimes it won't even do that it'll just be like posted successfully and then it's just it doesn't exist but sometimes yeah. they'll be like, uh, this website has been known to be unsafe. Are you sure you want to click this link? And that kind of shit. Even that is like when they do it to something that I know is not unsafe. I'm like, you guys have an agenda. Yeah, they absolutely have an agenda. It also pisses me off on Instagram. How if you make a comment, like if you say that's vile or gross or he's a disgrace or something, they'll be like, are you sure you want to send this? And I'm like, uh -huh. yes. I, I absolutely want to send it. I think that's bullshit and you know, but whatever. Nobody cares. Nobody and I don't I, I have a feeling that they don't let everyone see some of the comments I make, but whatever. That's that's why I guess we can start getting into the the stuff now, the actual show. Um because we've got plenty of stuff we can cut up to to stick on on social medias, but you know, that's what that's that's what uh that's whether you like Trump or not, he is the guy who started shining a light on how fake everything is and how um, how they, they do censor people and they do put out fake news stories all the time. And at first people thought that was crazy. And now I, I think the majority of people are waking up to it, the election fraud and everything else. Even Democrats are like, yeah, the election probably was stolen. I mean, a lot of them still don't give a shit, but they're, at least they're admitting it. Yeah, even uh, even old Richard Dreyfus. <laughs> not that he was like a tough nut to crack or whatever probably i don't know what his politics used to be but that just leads into this video boom i'm pretty convinced that we are in the last stages of of the ability for america to survive we are in an end game right now and that is not a liberal endgame or a conservative endgame. It's a combination of both. And we are uh, without mercy and we are without forgiveness. And we have to, we have to rethink that. We have to get it back into the earliest years of public schools so that your, your civic education is complete by high school graduation. It has nothing to do with college or university. And the more you explore that, the more you'll see why that's simple and commonsensical. Amen, Richard Dreyfus. Yeah, what do you, uh, what do you think? <laughs> I'm just like, I'm, I'm in every, thing that i see i imagine picking it up with my magic arm and flipping it around i'm having like zelda dreams the last <laughs> week so even listening to him talk i'm just like i'm not a hundred percent with it today yeah um well i was actually trying to look for some emails too but from that i was reading earlier but <laughs> we're both just like all right play the fucking stupid video and it made me laugh because we both took a drink at the exact same moment and i don't think either of us were paying attention to the other one uh, so go back like 30 seconds and watch that. It was enjoyable. Well, the more I get to know you, the more I realize that we have a shitload of things we do similarly um, in life in general and in a lot of ways. But 
Um, I, I have watched that video before, though, and I just found it interesting that Richard Dreyfus. I mean, I, I don't know anything about his politics either, but he certainly seemed like uh, like a Hollywood type, you know, like he would be a, a liberal leaning kind of person or whatever. And 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 you and you and I are liberal leaning as far as we think everyone should have the same rights, and we're not, you know, we're we're not the the people well, they try to paint. That's a, not a non-conservative thing, though, either, to think everybody should have all the same rights. Like, I think the difference between the two is just how much power the government has. And I don't think I'm very liberal when it comes to that. But because I uh, overall, like liberal ideas are like government controlled, like top down control, whereas conservative is more like the individual, you know? Right. Well, I guess what I meant by that is that uh, the stereotype of the Trump supporter is that they're they're racist and they only care about white people and they only care about money and, and all that stuff. When when I think the truth of it is that the, the the ardent Trump supporter is like, no, America, as great as it is, could be so much better if we got back to what the founding fathers set it up to be and and got rid of all this big government and everything. And they, they try to portray it as Trump supporters are like ignorant and they're racist. And I'm sure there are a few of those uh, that, that support Trump for the wrong reasons, perhaps. But I think the overwhelming majority of people aren't like that. I think they're just trying to they just want America to be as good as it can possibly be. And as good as it is, it, like I said, could be so much better. Um, so I didn't say that very well, but that's what I meant. Yeah, I mean, I understand. That's why I don't think DeSantis is a very viable candidate because he doesn't seem to be saying a whole lot different than the kind of stuff that Trump is saying or has been saying for the last seven years or whatever, you know? Like, he just... He seems like a... Like, they took the, the soul of Trump and put it in, like, a nice package, you know? Like, here's a guy that's going to do all the stuff that you like, but he's nice. He's going to be nice and respectful. Uh, so I'm not really buying it that much. I'm still not 100% convinced that he's not on some sort of secret mission or something, you know? I don't know that... Like, I don't see how anyone could convince him that he could beat Trump. But this might get thrown in my face a year from now, and people are going to be playing this clip of me being a dumbass. But I don't see anybody beating Trump, and I don't know why DeSantis, he, if he had just waited a few more years, he would be the next president in 2028, regardless of who wins this next election, you know? But now he's got like half of the Republican Party being like, hey, fuck you, man. Like, what are you trying to do? People know that that Trump deserves the rest of his shot. He doesn't deserve a second chance. He deserves the opportunity to finish his first chance or start it, I guess. Let's watch yeah. this uh, DeSantis thing. And I'm not sure which one it is. Maybe it's this one. Now, Governor Ron DeSantis just posted a video to Twitter. Let's take a look at what he has. Our 
Our border is a disaster. Crime infests our cities. The federal government makes it harder for families to make ends meet, and the president flounders. But decline is a choice. Success is attainable, and freedom is worth fighting for. Riding the ship requires restoring sanity to our society, normalcy to our communities, and integrity to our institutions. Truth must be our foundation, and common sense can no longer be an uncommon virtue. In Florida, we prove that it can be done. We chose facts over fear, education over indoctrination, law and order over rioting and disorder. We held the line when freedom hung in the balance. We showed that we can and must revitalize America. We need the courage to lead and the strength to win. I'm Ron DeSantis, and I'm running for president to lead our great American comeback. There you go. Donate today. Well, here's here's my uh, here's my thoughts on uh, DeSantis. First of all, I think that his numbers, I think that his numbers will climb some because there are a lot of people in the country who are just strictly Republican and they aren't as invested in thinking the way we do as far as like the deep state is real and they're the ones controlling everything and all that. And I think you're right about how he will appeal to a lot of people who are who he's going to he's going to say a lot of the things that Trump says, but he's going to say it in a much more politically correct manner. And that appeals to a lot of people. I've said it a million times that Americans are very beholden to window dressing in this country. You know, like how does something look and how do they sound? Does he say the right things and all that shit? So he's going to appeal to a lot of those people. But I think that the deep state doesn't care who wins. I mean, obviously they would rather somebody like like Michelle Obama or Biden or someone win because they can they can manipulate them a lot easier. But I think as long as it's not Trump, they feel like that's a win. So I think they probably in some way have their hand in why he's going to run because from looking at it, his numbers aren't good enough at this point, at least. I mean, they're not even close to even come out. I don't know why he would run. Just like you said, I don't know why he would run now. I don't know why he wouldn't wait until after this is over. Um, But I think the deep state or whoever, I, I think they will cheat on every level. I think they'll even cheat in the primaries to get DeSantis over Trump, you know, because he, even though his numbers are super low right now, he's the only guy that could beat Trump. I mean, even conceivably so at this point on the, on the Republican side. Um, so that that's kind of my feeling on it, but I don't think he's, ultimately good for the country, maybe for a few years or whatever. But if you want to like destroy the deep state and get to the root of what's actually been causing all the social discourse and all the shit in this country for so long, you got to go with Trump. That's my feeling on it. And that's why they're trying to get rid of him so bad because they want it to remain the way it is, even if they have to take a step back to do it. Yep. That's, I agree with everything you said. I feel like the, a lot of like the people that we assume are bad guys are in there like hanging out with DeSantis, spending money on DeSantis. And so I feel like to us, it's it's just obvious that he's going to play play ball on that team 
And I don't like that team. Like, I don't, it's like you said, like, I'm not, I'm a Trump Republican or a Trump truth again, I guess. I'm not a Republican and I'm not a Democrat. I am, uh, I'm able to be swayed either way, but not from Trump. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because again, there's a reason that they're doing all the shit that they're doing to get rid of that man. And, um, if you don't see it at this point, you're, you're not paying attention. I would (laughs) like to see a, a Democrat come out. I mean, I guess, uh, Kennedy might be this guy, but I'd like to see a Democrat come out and like, be like, you know, George Floyd, the riots and stuff were, were terrible. They were unnecessary. A lot of people like committed a lot of crimes. I'm against that. Like black lives matter. Turns out it was a scam the whole time. Uh, abortion, you know, 15 weeks tops, like, yeah, it's your choice, but I mean, Jesus, it's a baby, you know, at a certain point, like if, if a Democrat came out and said that kind of shit, I could see myself voting Democrat, you know, if they're like the second amendment is just carved in stone, basically, it might as well be like, no, we're not doing anything with guns or anything like that. Like I, I, I could see a Democrat taking all of those positions and I could see me voting for them in the future, but this isn't about Republican and Democrat at this point in our lives. It's about the, the stuff that Trump and whoever else may or may not be working with Trump are, are doing behind the scenes. And we know that they're doing stuff and I just want to see it completed. And it's clear to me that everybody else, not only do they are, you would think that they would be like, ah, that's not even happening. Not only are they like that, they're like, holy fuck, it's happening, and we got to stop him. So they're doing like everything blatant to us to keep him from, from winning. And you don't do that if you just don't, if you just want the person's vote instead of that guy. You know what I mean? You don't go after him legally and go after his personal life and that kind of shit if you're not trying to straight up destroy him as opposed to just beating another person in an election. So that alone, that's all the proof that I need to know that Trump's actually a threat to them and that he's going to do some shit when he gets in there. And I don't see that with DeSantis. I see CNN being like, DeSantis would be a viable Republican choice. So I'm like, well, I'm not going to fucking agree with you guys on most things. Yeah. Let's see Trump's response or part of his response. I think this is it. I should have titled these. I didn't have time. The uh, Washington established politicians like to talk about how they can be just like Donald Trump. The truth, there's only one Donald Trump. Only one who gave us the largest tax cuts in history, who gave vets the healthcare they deserve and stood up to China and protected your job. Only one who kept us out of endless wars while destroying our terrorist enemies. Only one who fundamentally changed the Supreme Court, was called the most pro-life president in history, and relentlessly protected our Second Amendment rights and our borders. Why would we ever settle for Trump imposters? Make America great again. When there's only one, starting day one, who can make America great again. I'm Donald J. Trump, and I approve this message.
There you go. Best yeah, president uh, in, in history. Yeah, absolutely. Especially in, in our lifetimes, you know, even even better than Reagan. I mean, I, you know, Reagan did some shady shit with Iran Contra and all that other stuff, selling our old stuff to other bombs and, and then bombing the shit out of those countries, you know, like, do you get our weapons? Okay, they're not quite as good as ours. <laughs> That's what Reagan did, basically. Um, and Reagan was a great president, don't get me wrong, but... Um, yeah, we are not uh, Democrats or Republicans, but I, I think he is just, uh, um, you know, I, I don't know. I, 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 I think at this point, that's something else I, I forgot to, that I was going to say that I, I heard today, I think it was, that the one of Trump's court cases, I think he's involved in a few of them now, but one of them, they scheduled it for March 25th. It's probably the Stormy Daniels one, which is right smack dab in the middle of the primaries. Like, mm. You know, like, come on. All Everything they do is orchestrated. That's why every time, like, some shit comes out about a Democrat, there's always, like, a shooting or a, a false flag or whatever you want to call it um, around the exact same time. I mean, once you start paying attention to this stuff, it's almost laughable if it wasn't so serious as far as what's happening to this country. And you touched on it a minute ago, but the the reason you pretty much have to vote for Trump is that eventually this country is going to go down a road we cannot come back from. And if they get Obama or God forbid Biden again, or any of them, um, we're going to go down that road a lot quicker than, you know, if DeSantis or somebody gets in, then it, it might put it off for a little while for optics, but eventually we're going to be screwed. Yep. Yeah, Trump says uh, his March 25th trial date is election inf interference since it falls during the GOP primaries. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll end up getting a continuance or maybe some shit will happen before then that basically just ends all of it. Who knows? Who knows? That's the beauty of uh, it's the excitement that I have and the fear that I have of living during this time right now is that somebody could drop a fucking nuke any day now like our electricity could go out like that these are the kinds of things that that the deep state would be willing to do instead of letting trump get in there and run things the way that that he wants to again so i if the power goes out i'm gonna just know that that we are winning yeah, and, and and it does get a little mentally exhausting, you know, like thinking that someday soon this stuff is going to happen or that we're going to get something to keep us going. Like, I come across some stories sometimes and I'm like, I should read this. And then I'm like, something else is just going to come out tomorrow that's equally like, what the fuck, you know? And after a while, it does start to wear on you, man. And, you know, I've got a little kid and everything. And sometimes I just like, you know, if it wasn't for this podcast, I mean, I probably would, I, I probably would have checked out a while ago. I probably would have been like, it's going to happen, whatever it is. And I got to get away from it. But yeah, but you're doing <laughs> the thing that, that you should be doing. And that is like raising a child properly and making a good future generation. That's not going to buy in to bullshit propaganda and narratives from the media and that kind of stuff. Like he's going to grow up knowing like 
I don't want to say questioning authority because you don't want him being like, fuck you pig to the cops and that kind of stuff. But like questioning the appropriate sort of authority and not questioning, you know, like that's the big problem with the inner cities and gang violence and stuff like that is that like if a cop ran into the middle of a gang fight and was like, all right, boys, knock it off. He'd fucking get shot or get the shit kicked out of him, you know, like. There's no fix to that other than going in guns blazing and having them be like, fuck, man, if you even have a gun, like you're going to do time, you know, like we should stop doing this. We should get jobs. <laughs> yeah. Well, you brought up something about the media and it reminded me of something I heard today, too, about how eventually Trump is going to get into the position where he can sue all these major news outlets. And it's not going to be for a small amount. It's going to be for like hundreds of millions or even billions of dollars for all the things they've been able to do to him. And if he wins these trials, and this is all into the future and all that, but if, if and when he wins them, um, it, it's going to be enough to potentially make them obsolete, which they're already kind of becoming that way. I mean, as far as the people who are listening to them, I heard that, that Trump, uh, the town hall meeting he did, the CNN ratings were like higher than they've been in a long time. And ever since then, they've just gone way back down again because nobody gives a shit. They're like, you're lying. You're full of shit. And now when you watch the news, even watching that town hall meeting, it was so like pathetic how she was trying to goad him into, what about this? And didn't you say this? And he's just like, no, you know, you're wrong. <laughs> It reminds me of the Jordan Peterson thing again, where she's like, so what you're saying is, and he's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. You're saying that's what I'm saying, but that's not at all what I'm saying. Yeah, he's good at, he, Trump is very Jordan Peterson-y when it comes to that. But the CNN numbers and the Fox numbers and that kind of stuff prove like, like 40 years ago, people tuned in to ABC to watch ABC, you know, and now people don't tune in to channels or even streaming services. Like people don't tune in to something on Netflix because it's on Netflix and they're loyal to Netflix. They tune into good shows. People don't tune in to CNN anymore because it's CNN. They tune in because Trump is there. They're tuning into Trump. They're not, there's nothing that, CNN can do other than either have Trump on or talk about Trump in a positive way that's going to get people to watch them, you know? Yeah. Why do you think he won't go back to Twitter? I mean, he had such a huge following on it and they said he can come back and his following on, I'm not, I don't get on true social much, but I should, I should be posting all of these podcasts on there. I don't know what, what the hell I'm not doing that. That is um, true. But, but yeah, I think I assume it's just a, a truth social contract. And I don't know if Trump would be against breaking a, a contract or something in general. But I from what I understand, he has a six hour delay where whatever he posts, he has to post it on true social first. And then after six hours uh, passes, he can do whatever he wants, I guess, which is what he's been doing with Facebook and Instagram and that kind of stuff. I assume that he's not on Twitter yet because truth social is the most like Twitter. It was sort of put out there as like the Twitter alternative, the free speech alternative to Twitter. So and it's he owns a good chunk of the company, I'm pretty sure. 
either that or he's just invested a whole lot in it. I'm not really sure now, honestly. I'm pretty sure it's the uh what is that? The Trump the D something WC, the Trump investment group. Uh I forget what the fuck it's called, but um yeah, I don't know. Or maybe he knows something that we don't and maybe he knew Elon was going to be on DeSantis's side and he doesn't want to be in the middle of it all. I honestly, I have no idea. I wish that I had uh, saved that video. Somebody put out like a fake Twitter spaces video. Have you listened to Twitter spaces at all? No, not really. It's like their podcast thing or whatever. You can go live. That's where DeSantis announced his candidacy. Elon was like, Hey, we're going, we're doing a space. So we're going live at like 6 PM or whatever. And like, half a million people tuned in and then it crashed and there's a bunch of like it's a, that's why I didn't post it because it's a lot of inside if you don't know what Twitter spaces are and listen to them regularly then you would miss a lot of the jokes but somebody made a video of like a fake Twitter spaces with like Satan and Hitler on there and like Klaus Schwab being like all right DeSantis he's announcing and then the FBI chimes in and they're like, hey, uh, can we save all this data or whatever? And Elon's like, hey, this is live. Like, people can hear you. And the FBI's like, oh, shit. And then they disappear. Eh, it's all stupid. But anyway, <laughs> the point is, uh, I don't fucking remember what the point was. You talk. It's all right. Uh, you said something about Satanists and it reminded me of Target, the guy who uh, is putting out this new line of clothing where you can tuck your junk and all that. He's uh, like a known Satanist. It, yeah, you know, kids swimsuits that let you tuck your junk in, which is a different thing than having like uh, swim trunks. Like for a boy, if there was something that kept my boner from showing when I was in junior high school, I would have bought those things in a heartbeat. So it's not that kind of wiener tucking. It's like female bikinis and like one pieces and stuff that also have a place for you to hide your dick. And it's for kids. So it's just a whole thing. Somebody was talking about how this is even a bigger thing than the Bud Light thing. Like everybody got mad at the Bud Light thing because they were like, dude, quit shoving this shit down our throats. But now people are more mad at Target because they're like, you're literally going after kids by doing this. Like you're it's it's a grooming like there's no other word for it other than like putting the idea in a kid's head that it's OK to think sexually. Yeah, absolutely. And how great an idea is that actually for for uh, teenage boys? that's what i'm saying man that was like my biggest fear when i was a kid was like i just i hope nobody pretties there i hope i don't get a boner when i'm not in the water (laughs) yeah man i mean that would be a that would be a great idea i don't know how they would market it exactly um the boner non-shower or something (laughs) (laughs) um i know we got some good videos what other videos do you want to you want to show Oh, Target, by the way, I don't know why the F they even are trying to go down this road after what happened to Bud Light anyway. I mean, they have to know at this point that the people who are down with this stuff, it's such a small minority of people overall, you know, like not even necessarily transgender or whatever. We've talked about it a million times. If you're an adult and that's the road you want to take, then fine. But 
leave, leave these children alone. And their, their argument is always that they want to make kids that feel that way, feel okay about it. And I guess I understand that aspect of it, but all the stuff that they're pushing in schools to make all these kids come out and be like, I'm transgender. Like, no, you're not, <laughs> you know, like that. Yeah. That well, I mean, it's like you said, it's such a small percentage. It would be the same as like making all schools in America, like all the teachers have to speak Chinese for the few people that speak Chinese and it's and like, only, and only speak Chinese. Right. And it's like, dude, you're making it so much harder for the other 99.9% of kids who don't even want to fucking think about Chinese shit. They just want to go to school and talk normal and be normal. And now they're having to like learn all these new symbols and shit. I don't know. I guess it's kind of the same, but uh, yeah, it's just, it's all grooming. That's what it really is. It's like they're, uh, but the point I was going to make target is doing this for the same reason that Bud Light did it. And that's because the big deep pocket money guys that are above target that own all the targets or own like the largest chunk of all the targets. They're the ones telling them to do this kind of shit, but, yeah. at the same, but it's also uh, decades of, I don't want to say grooming again, but just decades of like slow immersion into all of these companies, you know, somebody who graduated college with a gender studies degree 20 years ago is probably now vice president of something at target, you know? So they, they slowly eke their way into all of these companies. And, and before long, it's like, they all agree like, Hey, we should have girls swimsuits that hide boys dicks. Right. And they're like, of course, girl, like, that's exactly what we need. And there's nobody in there to be like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? Nobody wants that. <laughs> They're all just like high-fiving and jerking each other off or whatever. Yeah, and, you know, and and, and I'm for kids being accepted for, for whatever, you know, but the only way to really truly do that and without going down crazy town road the way they're trying to do is you teach your kid to accept everyone and love everyone as best they can. You don't worry about their color or their gender or their race or any of that shit. You just, you can't legislate love. You can only spread it. And that's what they should teach in school. Try to love everybody, but you don't have to, you don't have to talk to them about sex in order to do it. And, you know, you don't have to do those things. You can just teach them to treat everybody the way you want to be treated, but you don't have to go down that particular road i don't yeah think. well i mean i think a little farther than that honestly like i think we need to actively be like no you're not dude like when people i don't know like i'm even like a trans person 20 years ago if you saw them on the street or whatever i don't think they would be like i'm a woman they they would be like i'm a cross dresser i'm a transgender person or whatever but it, this is a very recent thing where it's like no i am this thing now and most logical people are like well you're not but apparently you think you are so i'm going to just high five you and whatever it's it's not none of it's logical and not enough people are being like no you're fucking not yeah. Well, I don't know why you're saying this shit. You're fucking lying. 
Yeah. And, and I don't think you need to get specific about it anyway. You just teach your kid, you know, to treat people how you want to be treated. And then when they get older, they they make that choice, you know, like, ah, oh, you're way freaking different than me. And I think that's weird as shit. But, you know, whatever, you know, that's that's on you. Um, so I don't yeah. know. If I, I mean, it, it, I always compare it to like being a, a jock in high school or being one of the goth kids or whatever. Like. I remember when my sister, who's a few years older than me, when she was in high school, all the boys that she hung out with always had cowboy hats and boots on and shit. So I know, like, looking back now, there was, like, a cowboy phase in high school. Like, all of that is they're trying to compare that to trans stuff now. But it's like nobody was taking body-altering medicine to be a cowboy or to be a fucking goth kid or whatever, like... They were just being they were just dressing the way that they wanted to. And I think that's the step too far is is drugging these kids or letting them get surgeries or whatever. And uh, I read somewhere statistically like throughout history, most or throughout American history, at least most trans people were biological males that were dressing up like women. And now the number of like preteen and teenage girls that are identifying as boys is like skyrocketing. So they say it's because, you know, people have more freedom now. Everybody's free to express what they want. But really, I think it's just it's the same sort of like girl, teenage girl trend, you know, where it's like, oh, you're not trans. Like you're a fucking loser. Get yeah. the back of the bus, Becky. You don't yeah. it. <laughs> it's an agenda that's being pushed and uh you know you touched on it with the athletes and the but if ki- if you, if a high school kid was taking steroids to be a better athlete you'd be like hey that's not good for you and it's illegal and you can't do that and it's been proven to be really bad for you but they're just giving these kids hormones to completely change their sex and they're like well that's fine it's like no it's not they're, it's not fine their brains aren't fully developed yet let that happen and see if they still want to do this shit, you know? Yeah, and chan- and chances like, are they're not. It's like if you're a high school athlete and you're doing steroids to like make yourself better and you get caught, then you're in huge fucking trouble. But if you're a high school athlete and your coach is giving you steroids to make you better, he's in huge fucking trouble, way more than you will be for just getting caught by yourself. And yet you can have teachers and coaches be like, no, like I know a doctor, he's going to get you these hormones. Like we're going to no, I won't tell your parents your secret's safe with me. Uh, that kind of shit is just like, oh yeah, well, you know, let the kid discover himself. And it's I, like, I can't it's not. Okay. Yeah. And they're the same sort of idea. Yeah, absolutely. And I cannot believe that States like Washington and I think California and all that, are actively going behind parents' backs. I cannot express how angry I would be if I found out someone was doing that to my kid. And I can't believe there's not like uh, uprisings, you know, like people going to schools like masses of adult parents and being like, what are you trying to do to our children? I mean, it's just, it's the most, I can't think of a bigger violation than to go behind someone's back to do something to their kid that you don't approve of just because you think they're ogres about it, you know? Well, but it's not to the point yet that people are marching in the street about it because it's like, you know, every thousandth kid or whatever is their family is dealing with some shit like this. 
where it's yeah. like, I'm a boy, mom. And it's like, God damn it. Get in your fucking room. You're nine years old. Like that's the kind of shit that eventually if, if mass kids start getting taken from their parents, then you'll see people once it becomes like a kid that knows your kid or your kid yourself, you know, then that's when you start the marching and shit. But I think just the numbers are so low, but that's why they're getting away with it now is because they're like, look, this affects almost nobody. Like it's just for the safety of these few kids. But it's like they say, it's a slippery slope, you know, and there will come a time that a kid's going to run away and they're going to run to their school. And the, the teacher is going to buy the kid a bus ticket or take him somewhere else or whatever, you know, and then he's yeah. going to legally be able to be like, I don't know where he is. Yeah. And the dad will be like, I know he fucking came to you. I know, you know where he's at. And the teacher's like, legally, I don't have to tell you. And it's better for the kid. Yeah. Then, I... then there's the opposite of that because I, sometimes it's like, fuck the one thing this kid needs is to get away from this shitty abusive family, you know? But I don't think that the the trans kid, the fix to his problem is to change sexes. It uh, the changed his problem is family. I don't know. There's so many different ways to fuck up a kid's life. And there's so many ways to like think that you're doing good for the kid, but then maybe fucking him up more than you would if you just didn't do anything. Well, now that I have one, I see how easy it is to screw them up. I mean, you can do everything right and they can still be screwed up. So, you know, and and sometimes some kids, you know, it, it's just it's very individualistic. Like some kids are abused from the time they're born and they end up OK, seemingly. And then other kids seemingly have everything handed to them or, or all the right things handed to them, not necessarily spoiled. But then they end up all screwed up. So, yeah. Uh, you, and all it takes is like one scene in a movie or something like that to make a kid be like, oh, you you rip the heads off of dolls when you pick them up. And then that leads into like, uh, you know, I, I'll let me hold your parakeet. And then it's like you get a phone call that's like old Timmy fucking rip the head off my goddamn parakeet. Like, what the hell are you teaching this kid? And you're like, <laughs> I didn't teach him that. Like he learned that on his own. And then you yeah. just have this kid that's like, traumatized by nothing basically but they feel the urge to tear the heads off shit for the rest of their life and that can't be good <laughs> and i don't know how to like <laughs> teach them not to do that or not to like it or whatever i yeah. don't know that's what i'm saying there's so many ways that you can fuck a kid up and you don't even realize it just scream in front of them one day or even like watching sports or whatever and screaming at the screen i could see a kid being like oh like if that's the first time he ever heard his dad scream at anything that could traumatize a kid and he's just like i don't watch football I'm like <laughs> why not he's like six four and huge and they're like just play and he's like nothing football related yeah i was trying I to find this art i was trying to find this article about george soros and what a piece of shit he is and i can't find it now it's driving me insane um, look for it for the next 43 seconds and I'm going to play this mystery video that I'm not sure what it is, but I'm sure it has something to do with something we've talked about. He's there. The Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation profited millions of dollars on the vaccines. And then once he dumped the stock, 
then he completely changed his narrative and he started talking about how ineffective the vaccines were and about how the virus wasn't as bad as we thought it was like this is fucking wild because this is the same guy that through the entire pandemic was talking about how great these vaccines are and these vaccines are so effective and they stop the virus and they stop transmission they stop infection and all that was a lie and he profited off those lies yes. and no everyone wants to pretend that he's just like this amazing philanthropist like no he made a lot of money this is motivated by money and i hate yeah. when they put fucking loud music in these videos but i tried finding a different version of that same thing but I, all i could find was the full episode but either way yeah bill gates fucking lied about a bunch of shit covid related and then uh now it's coming out that he was blackmailed by epstein and it makes me wonder how much of this is um fucking bullshit you know yeah well we talked about i think last week about um you know why don't some of these celebrities come out and be like yeah i went to epstein island and i didn't realize that you know it was that it was going to be the, what it was or that, you know, why don't they just do that? And I think a lot of them have probably been blackmailed and a lot of them probably, I, I bet a lot of them got an email or probably something safer than an email saying, you know, like, um, here's what we have on you. And this is what, this is your agenda. This is your going to be your role in, in making sure that we don't get caught. And if you don't play ball, then we're going to ruin your career with, this footage and I bet they have videos of I don't even I can't even put a number on it but I bet it's a lot I bet there's a lot of people that could be blackmailed which is why they all turned on Trump um, and it's very rare to find a celebrity who comes out and supports Trump I think there's probably a lot that do um, but they they don't say shit you know they can't not if they don't not if they want to continue having the career they've had so far yeah I mean, and and there's probably different levels of blackmail too. You know, there's probably just the, uh, you know, we we saved you tens of thousands of dollars on taxes that year or something like that, all the way up to terrible things. You know. Yeah, and and who was it that he's blackmailing him with? He he had an affair with some Russian chess player or something. Yeah, something. I, I don't. It wasn't chess. It was something way gayer than that. I forget what it was. <laughs> I thought it was a chess player. I don't think so. Hold on. Let's. Uh, you talk for thirty seconds. I'm gonna. Yeah, I've I've probably brought this up before, but Bill Gates is the villain in a James Bond movie. You know, that's something else that Robert F. Kennedy Jr. came out and was telling people. A couple of years ago, you know, like you think you think Robert, you think uh, Bill Gates is is this good guy, but he went to all these African countries and like basically experimented on all these children with vaccines. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of them died or they got, they were screwed up for life, but they, it, he went to such remote countries that they don't have an, an a leg, a leg to stand on. I mean, those countries are a hundred years behind us as far as technology. They can't come out on social media and be like, Hey, Bill Gates did this. They're just like, they just were screwed. And he's like, well, I guess that didn't work. I'll go back to my yacht now, you know? Yeah, um, and they don't have anybody to complain to, you know? Yeah. They just, the, whoever leads their little community with guns and shit knows that, that, that he made money, and he didn't take a fucking vaccine because he's a smart guy. 
And Bill Gates probably came to him and was like, hey, I'm going to give you a million dollars and I'm going to cut your population in half. Like, that'd be nice, wouldn't it? Then you wouldn't have to deal with uh, you'd have half the bullshit to deal with. And they're like, hey, that sounds good to me. Fucking kill him. I don't care. And it was a Russian bridge player. Bridge player. Okay. I knew it wasn't chess. Chess is too cool for Bill Gates. <laughs> Bill Gates only fucks super nerds. <laughs> is bridge like so popular that you can it's like chess Be a professional at it a i don't professional know bridge I'm, player I, is bridge cards i honestly don't even know uh, <laughs> it, it is a card game i'm pretty sure um real but, quick yeah. this is only 15 seconds i wanted to, to compile a bunch of biden's lies and stuff but i played zelda instead so i didn't do that this week but here's a 15 second example of it U.S. Army, lost him in Iraq. Service American Bronze Star, like you all, all about country. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. That's a damn lie, and you know. Yeah, he, his son died of of cancer. He, and it's one could argue that he got cancer in Iraq, but that it wasn't like a. Like it was in Vietnam, where like a large number of people are coming back with uh, cancer and that kind of shit. Agent Orange or whatever, you know, back then. I don't know if there was a big cancer issue in the Iraq war, but either way, Biden saying that his son died in Iraq is a fucking lie. And then I wanted to find like him talking about his school and that kind of stuff. And then him talking about walking with his dad when he was a boy and seeing two men kissing and his dad being like, they love each other, son. Whereas like any dad in the fucking fifties would be like, what beat the shit out of those guys? Go get them, son. That's what we do to those guys. Yeah. I think he said some shit like love is love, Joey. He's just such a fucking liar, man. Joe Biden is the absolute scum of the earth. If it's even Joe Biden, the actor, Joe Biden. I know it might be Jim Carrey in a Joe Biden mask. Yeah, That's I forget the. I've read that before, but I don't know how much stock I put into that idea. No, I don't believe it's Jim Carrey, but I do think there's some English actor that people are always showing his picture, and the guy does look exactly like the new, improved version. Not, I don't want to say improved, but the the new version of Joe Biden. But yeah, that guy's lied about everything i mean this podcast could be called lies that joe biden tells and we would never run out of material people i i read a lot of stuff about people saying that it's like a different actor playing joe biden or uh something like that but i don't think people have taken into account the idea that it might be a robot joe biden like they talk about how the the government has technology like decades beyond the technology that we're allowed to have I would like to think they could make a Joe Biden look-alike, lifelike robot that looks and sounds like Joe Biden, and they just and then he and they program it to like, all right, when the speech is over, the exits to the left. We want him to walk to the right, halfway, turn around, look confused, and then leave. And they just nail it every time. So that's what I'm going to start looking for now when I watch speeches and stuff. Like, is it a robot? But if they had a robot for that for him, why wouldn't they make it like a smarter robot? I don't know. Maybe because <laughs> it's part of the plan to have dumbass Joe Biden in there. But maybe the real Joe Biden died and they were like, fuck, we still got to do the thing. Like, give us robot Joe Biden. Come on, Elon. We know you know how to do it. 
and yeah. we'll throw in Twitter while we're at it. Elon got Twitter for free for building a, a Biden robot. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, I still, I just, I have a hard time believing that, um, that Biden is going to run for president again. Even if he even makes, I'll be surprised if he makes it out of this presidency. But I also thought that he was only going to last for about a year and then they were going to throw in Kamala Harris and then Black Lives Matter would have their president. Um, that that was kind of my thinking at one point was that that's what they were going to do. Um, is Black Lives Matter still a thing? Like are, are people still, every now and again, I see somebody saying something about Black Lives Matter, but has has the general population not figured out that Black Lives Matter is not what they claim to be? Has the general population figured that out? Well, according to uh, a New York Post article from a few days ago, BLM recorded $9 million deficit in 22, but still paid millions to execs, according to tax documents. I read somewhere the other day that they are on the cusp of going bankrupt, but that's the thing. I mean, they did, it did its job in that saying the phrase black lives matter is there's probably not a person in America. That's not a piece of shit. They wouldn't be like, yeah, of course they do, but everybody matters. Like that's the next common common knowledge thing to say. Like, yeah, black people matter and everybody else matters. And they're like, no, don't say that second part. And you're like, yeah. but why doesn't everybody matter? And they're like, this is the conversation right now. So then somebody had the genius idea to like make an LLC, call it Black Lives Matter, collect money and fucking say that you're doing cool shit with it. And that's what the Black Lives Matter Corporation did. And they collected millions, probably hundreds of millions of dollars, and then just spent it on themselves. And I don't know that anybody can point to like, oh, yeah, this new, you know, children's rec center or whatever was brought to you by Black Lives Matter. Like they paid for it. I haven't yeah. read any articles like that. All I've read are articles about the owners buying themselves mansions and shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, like I've, I've said before, if, if I thought Black Lives Matter cared about black people, I'd be all about them. <laughs> sure. Me too. But it, you know? it's, it's becoming more obvious that people like uh, like Thomas Sowell is a good example. Like the dude who ran for governor in California against uh, Gavin Newsom, that the black face of white supremacy, as the L.A. Times called him. Uh, I can't think of his name, but that guy, um, those are the black people that, and you know, I hate to say it. Candace Owens is another good example. Like these are black people that are like, dude, being black is not a fucking problem. It doesn't make you anything like you still have to be an American. I think that's what we need to push more over this next generation is that because it, it seems like that's what they've been pushing the opposite of it in the last 10, 20 years is that you should be proud to be an American. Like you should know that we have the best government system that a country can have. We're the safest of, of every country. Basically, I'm sure somebody can whip up some bullshit stats or whatever, but overall, 
Like we got it the best here and we should be proud of that. That's what the Pledge of Allegiance was all about was like, I, it doesn't matter if you're a fucking boy or a girl or a Mexican or a Japanese guy or a white kid or a black kid or whatever. You're a fucking American. And, yeah. and somewhere along the line, like we stopped pushing that. And now it's like, no, it matters if you're a boy or a girl or white or black. Like that's all that matters. And being an American is bullshit. And you shouldn't care about it. And America's founded on slavery anyway, so it shouldn't even exist. Like, that doesn't end with anything other than us being owned by China or Russia or some shit. And we don't want that. You definitely don't want that for your kids. Yeah. Yeah, in America, like I said earlier, as, as good as it is, it could be so much better if we just got back to the Constitution and got back to pushing America's great and love it. And you can do anything you want here if you work hard enough and and all that stuff, because it, it's still true, even though they've made it harder for um, they've made it harder for people who just want to speak the truth. I mean, it's harder for people like that to to get ahead these days. I really I really do believe that and not just because it's kind of hurt my own career some of the shit that I've come out and said in the last few years. Um, but there's, there's a million stories, um, of people like that, that they're making it harder on. Um, where do we want to go? Cause we've already over an hour, a little bit. Do we have any more videos we need to show? We have an old, uh, Trump Hillary thing that I don't have to play. Cause it's got fucking music on it too. And it bothers me, but it's only 49 seconds. If you want to wrap up with that, it's a nice little memory of, uh, Trump on the campaign trail back before he won the first election. Yeah. Okay. You sure. it? Yeah. All right. To close, I think one of the loopholes he took advantage of when he claimed a billion dollar uh, loss that enabled him to avoid paying taxes. Did you use that $960 million loss to avoid paying personal federal income tax? Of course I do. Of course I do. And so do all of her donors or most of her donors. I know many of her donors. I absolutely used it, and so did Warren Buffett, and so did George Soros, and so did many of the other people that Hillary is uh, getting money from. Now, she complains that Donald Trump took advantage of the tax cut. Well, why didn't she change it? Why didn't you change it when you were senator? The reason you didn't is that all your friends take the same advantage that I do. And I do. You have provisions in the tax code that, frankly, we could change. But you wouldn't change it because all of these people give you the money. In yeah. So, yeah. Sorry for anybody who was just trying to listen to that on on uh, SoundCloud or Apple or anything, because they did have captions on that video um, and the audio kind of sucked because they tried to make it. They tried to put that horrible music in the background. But basically what she she came out and said, you know, like he took advantage of the tax code and he's like, yeah, it's not illegal, though. And that's why you didn't change the tax code is because all your donors, all these filthy rich people like George Soros and all these other scumbags. Um, who donate to your campaign, if you fix that loophole in the tax code, then they wouldn't be able to donate to your campaign. And that's the that's the beauty of Trump is that, like him or not, like his personality or not, the guy tells the truth. And, you know, media will try to make it sound like he's the biggest liar out there, but he's not. And that's why he's so good in arguments. It's so e much easier to win an argument when you're telling the truth in any yeah. aspect of life. And that's why he's so good at debates and shit. Yeah. Cause he's not ashamed of being kind of a piece of shit. So he's like, yeah, I fucking, 
I, I'll, you know, I sleep with chicks that only want to fuck dudes because they're rich. I don't care. Like, I don't respect them. I don't think he said that, but he might as well, you know, like that's the idea that he puts across. And, and so he doesn't have any, you know, this chick's like, he molested me in a, in a dressing room. And he's like, I didn't fucking do that. If he had, if he'd have been like, Hey, you know, like she was coming on to me or whatever. And like, she's the one that had a key to a dressing room. I just followed her in there. Like, I, I feel like I know he's telling the truth because it's, it's not a flattering thing in a lot of these situations, you know? Yeah. And if he had done something with that woman, I think he would admit it. I think and not in a, not, not in a rape sense, but if they would have messed around or something, he would have been like, yeah, you know, she came on to me and we messed around and that's all there is to it. But I didn't rape her. I mean, I think he would come out and say that. And that's what people grew to love about the guy is that he right from the jump was never, never tried to hide anything. He didn't try to sugarcoat that shit when they came out with the grab the pussy comment. He was like, yeah, I said it and I stand by it. I mean, people, women women like powerful men and uh you know i didn't rape anybody and i didn't i didn't forcibly grab them i'm just he was just making the comment that it's that easy <laughs> when you're when you're famous and a lot right. of people didn't like that but a lot of people don't like a lot of people don't like the truth you know nope i know i don't <laughs> i mean i don't i i don't like when if you know like i'm on some dating apps or whatever and and occasionally not that often maybe once a year twice a year i'll have somebody that's be like you're too fat for me and i'm just like you fucking bi like why would you say that why not just unmatch with me or whatever like you don't have to fucking tell me that well yeah but the truth the truth like that is awful like you know even I don't know. I'm not the tallest guy in the world. And I've had girls tell me, you know, like you're too short. And then you get older and you find out that how much of a, how much of a big deal that is to girls. And you're like, man, you dirty bitches. <laughs> but yeah. that's the same thing as, as, you know, us liking a girl for her boobs or butt or whatever, you know, it's just how it is. But yeah, but that's another one of the things that, uh, that they're pushing you know that's the brave new world shit there where it's like it doesn't matter if you're attracted to the guy or not like i don't care how tall or short the guy is if a guy comes up to you and wants to have sex with you you have to let him like that's the the world that they're trying to push us towards for whatever reason yeah well i don't know i think this was a good podcast though and uh we should probably wrap it up but um yep yeah. we're out of videos as far as i know and I'm out of cool shit to talk about. Uh, I do want to throw out a congrats to my niece for graduating high school. Uh, that was pretty exciting. And um, my comedy special will be uh, one week from tomorrow. So uh, we're filming it one week from tomorrow. And then I don't know when it will be released and stuff. But uh, if you're in the Kansas City area, then come to the comedy club. Check me out. Comedy Club of Kansas City, June 3rd, right? That's Saturday. We'll film yep. two shows. I'm there, for I'm there June 2nd also, but it sucks because I, I have all this material that I'm ready to put on the special, and then the last like few weeks or whatever, I've started writing all of this new stuff that's like working better than a lot of my old shit, but I don't... It's like 
too unrelated to all my other topics to just throw it into my new special, you know? So I guess like this new stuff, I'm going to just not use it during the special and sort of build off of it for whenever the next special is. But um, yeah, I, I'll give you, well, I don't really want to spoil anything because a lot of it's like just new thoughts that have worked well. I'll tell you after the show, uh, I'll tell you, Tim, I won't tell you people listening uh, for an, uh, another few months probably, but anyway, whatever. Well, all, all that old stuff is great. And part of the reason you're liking it more is, is because it is new. And I would just, like you said, save that and build off it for when your special is successful. And then you come out and people come to see you. They don't see all the same old shit. You've got new stuff ready to go. Right. That's the, that's the idea behind it. So, uh, yeah, man. Um, Let's log the hell out of here and uh, we'll talk about it for a minute. And uh, God bless all of you for tuning in. Make sure you go to making it happen. M A C A N it happen.com. Help out little Bo Macon and his family. Uh, make sure you tip us if you're so inclined on the Rockfin channel and, uh, and share that's... us on, on make a clever title on Reddit. So it doesn't uh, get flagged immediately and share this on your throwaway account or whatever. And share me on Great Awakening and on Twitter. Um, if you share it anywhere else, it'll probably get hidden or something. But we might post a link on Facebook or something. If you see it there, then then share it there. Shares help more than anything. Well, I mean, just watching it helps. But Yeah, absolutely. And my birthday is this Saturday. So if you want to tip me for being another year older, you're welcome to do that. And Happy my birthday. Thanks, buddy. And my niece also, Gracie, graduated uh, this last Saturday, I guess, from high school also. So that's pretty cool. All right. We'll have to get our nieces together one day and be like, you two are the same age. I do a show with your daddy. And they're like, I don't want to fucking do this. I don't know this person. Anyway. Yeah. All right. Thanks for watching. Talk to you all later. Take care. Bye.